This is Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, and you are listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into a very kingly edition of the BCP brought to you by our good friend Shameless Promo at Funkenstein Wrestling Superstore located in English Town, New Jersey, the English Town Flea Market. That's the blue building. They're there Saturdays and Sundays from eight to three. One of our favorite stores. We got X-Men. We got G.I. Joe's. We got wrestling. We got turtles. We got Ghostbusters. The list goes on and on. Title belts, DVDs micro brawlers so many good things our favorite store we love you dan and heather thank you for supporting the show guys check them out in english town new jersey or online on ebay they have some stellar action figures so much great stuff literally our favorite store thank you guys so much for sponsoring the show and now that we have paid the bills ladies and gentlemen please welcome back to the show you know him as the leader of the division we'll talk about that in a little bit one of the best or managers, I should say, on the independent scene. And by now, a first ballot BCP Hall of Famer, our good friend, Mr. Benjamin King. Mr. King, good to see you again, sir. How are you? I'm doing good, Rob. Uh, it's been a little while. Haven't really been uh, so talkative over the last several months. So it's uh, it's nice to finally be back on the show, finally be talking to you. And uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's been a journey. It has, man. And, and uh, we'll definitely uh, I'll pick your brain about a lot of things. I'm very interested. You know, this is uh, I'm usually very, very prepared going into these things. I have a few notes and a few questions I'd like to ask you. But honestly, man, like you said, um, kind of laying low. Um, I think I heard some things, you know, maybe with with your health. And I, I don't want to uh, be invasive whatsoever, man. First and foremost, are you good? Are you are you healthy? Are you OK? I'm doing a lot better. Uh, truth be told, uh, back in August, I found out that I, not this past, uh, like coming up August, obviously, but like back last year, yeah. I, uh, I found out that I had a hernia in my umbilical area. Oh, okay. And uh, along with that, I had a lot of health issues, such as uh, I found out that I was pre-diabetic. I found out that I was in range of a heart attack um, and depression oh. um, was uh, a huge thing. I had a lot of stuff going on in my personal life. That detail I can kind of keep out right now, but it was affecting me and to the point where I couldn't, I couldn't perform. I couldn't do what I love both in wrestling and in life. And it was in October. I sat down with Dr. Carl Martin. I talked to him, Danny cage and Missy Sampson. And uh, we came to the decision that I was going to step away. I needed to uh, needed to fix me before I could do anything for this business, do anything for what I love. I needed to love myself again. Um, so, uh, a lot of health issues needed to get resolved. I'm glad you're okay, man. And like I always say, real life first for sure, man. And that's, uh, I'm glad to hear you're okay, man. It's cool to hear that. Like you, you talk to people, you confide in a lot of those monster factory folk. Um, and it, it's so good to hear, man. Cause like, I try not to be invasive, man. I, I think I sent you some well wishes. I remember like, um, seeing Mimi and Travis here and there and like being like, Hey, like, you know, where is he or how is he? And, and, and that, I think I'd heard some health things and, and I left it at that. I'm like, oh, I'll give him my best uh, kind of a thing, man. And over that time, you know, you step away. It sounds like you're handling business. You look great, man. 
Um, things, things have changed as they do in this business, man. I think, uh, Rico had moved away. Uh, obviously, uh, we love to see it. Obviously we see Mimi now on NXT all the time, man. Um, which, which we love to see, man. Uh, she certainly deserves it, man. And this group, the division, not to say they, they are no longer, but we, we have grown, we have graduated. I mean, what, what is the status of the division? What is the status of Mr. King right now? That's a lot of, that's a loaded question, man. Uh, to be fairly honest, um, a lot has been changing. Uh, as you're aware, Rico De-, De La Vega was always a little distant from the home base, whereas the Monster Factory is located. Uh, but he moved down to Florida as of, as of a few months ago. We also have Travis and Mimi also living down in Florida. Mimi right. at the Performance Center. Travis is going to be with her, man, like opportunities there all over Florida and he gets to be with his girl. So like shout out to them, live their best life. Uh, if we come back, we got O'Shea Edwards, who was a member of the division at a time. Yeah. He's doing his thing right now. We got Deshaun Pratt doing his thing right now. Um, and then we get to the home base at the factory where we still have Jafar and Hyena Hex. Hex, yeah. And uh, let's be real, man. Um, when I first started, that was with the Prowl. Uh, Hyena Hex, Taga Watson, and Jafar were my my main people. They were the guys I started with. But now, looking from four years ago, looking to today, these guys don't need me. Like, don't get me wrong, we're still family. We're always going to be family. We're brothers in arms, no matter what. But like, they can handle their own. And that was the whole purpose of the division. It wasn't it wasn't anything more than creating change. And it was change for these stars, these upcomers, these guys who have potential above so many others because they have the work ethic to be it. So for me, it was always stated that the division was not a team. It wasn't a faction. It was a movement. And the movement was about bringing change to this industry. Now, I've been gone for about 10 months now. And you see guys like Jafar holding the middleweight division over at the Monster Factory, and he's gone on to over over the border to Canada and debuted over in Canada. He's making ways for himself, and that's what I wanted. Hyena Hex has always been that charismatic guy, so he's making waves of his own, evolving his character. And it's it sucked because, like, I always looked at myself like the father of these guys. Like I always wanted to be able to provide and get them what they need and always guide them with any kind of advice I can give them. And being away for 10 months, it was like watching your kids go and succeed as you sit at home and watch them grow. And it's like, I, as you know, Rob, I have a 10 year old son and seeing him grow up, it's like, it's bittersweet because you yeah. see what they're capable of and what they're evolving into, but you still remember when they started, where, where they began. And when you no longer have like, a, like you're always a part of their path, but you're, you're no longer like by their side, they can handle their own. It's a whole nother evolving situation emotionally. And to go back to what you stated when it came to uh, the, the situation of the division uh, is divided, man. Um, that's the yeah. best way to put it. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen next. The division could reform into a new group, new members. It could dissolve unless we ever get the chance to come back together again. But uh, in the air right now, the division is what has always been a continuous movement. And if anybody wants to jump on that train, 
I'm always here to drive it forward. Interesting. And and think of it this way, you know, just hearing what you said, like you put it perfectly. It's bittersweet, man, because we love to see uh, everyone succeed. Goodbye. You know, we don't always say goodbye. We say, see you later, you know, but it's uh, it's tricky, man, you know, with everyone moving away. And, and uh, you know, you love to see people succeed. But at the same time, you know, they're they're not close to home anymore. Uh, you know, you, you keep in touch, but you don't see everyone as much. And I get that. At the same time, you can look at it this way, Mr. King. Maybe everything Mr. King touches turns the gold O'Shea Mimi now Sloan Jacobs like that's got to be cool man like honestly like what were your immediate thoughts when you when you're seeing all these people get these opportunities for national outlets it's funny Rob I uh it's like one of those situations where you like you always knew that it was going to happen didn't yeah didn't, you, you, you always knew and for me there is so much potential out there but I love working with people that respect this business that want to make a difference in this business, both for themselves and for the people that they work alongside. I can tell you right now, when I first started at the Monster Factory, uh, me and Mimi didn't really talk that much. Uh, I was kind of off of my doing my own thing, trying to figure out my personality. But then it was just like over time, I started talking with Royal Money at the time. And then I started hanging with him and Travis Jacobs when the money was inevitable. And then Mimi joined along with that. And it became kind of like a small little family. And then over the years, it just became a family. And yeah, it really did. It, it's, it's just seeing her grow from the time that I started to where she is now. Uh, I don't want to take Travis Jacobs special line, but it was inevitable, man. Like yeah. she was going to be a star regardless whose contract she was putting ink to. She's going to make a name for herself because that's just who she is as a person. And when it comes to making a name for themselves, O'Shea Edwards is always going to be the top of my list, man. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I still remember the very first time that I worked with him. It was at Titan Championship Wrestling. And it was just, the man knows how to handle business, even yes. in chaotic times. During the match, before we went out to do our promo, one of the guys got injured, broke his arm. O'Shea, instead of, you know, trying to figure out where the promoter was and what was going on. He put his hand on my shoulder. He goes, let's go out there. Let's cut the best damn promo that we've ever fucking done. And let's, let's get that attention to us. Let's get it off of them. Let them go handle their business. We're going to keep this going. And that's what we did. And it was like, he taught me a massive lesson that day that I've held on to since. And seeing him from ring of honor, doing his stuff on the indies. It's, it's to this day, I'm still wondering why Tony Khan has not sent him that contract yet. He's the biggest man that the Indies is going to need right now, but he's much bigger when it comes to going to be a star. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to constantly keep putting it out there. I'll share everything that he ever puts out, letting people know that the big bad Kaiju is somebody that needs to be signed. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and I love what you just said. Like, yeah, every time I see him, he's always uh, very nice. It's always a pleasure working with him. But once he gets in the ring, man, all, all business, man, a force to be racked with. Um, like you said, like Mimi, you knew that she her life was wrestling, you know, and that that's what you need to do. We have had several people who have been in this business for a very long time come on and say, like, hey, if you want it, you have to sacrifice. And, and literally, I know it's a cliche, but you literally have to sacrifice so much and and live, eat, sleep breathe wrestling and she did just that 
um, and and so early in her career succeeding. And I remember one of the first times I was doing commentary at Goddesses. It was one of my first opportunities. She kind of came up uh, on like behalf of the the locker room um, and just kind of wished me good luck and took the time to kind of welcome me on like behalf. Of, I was like, this is like beyond her years, man. And uh, that that meant a lot, man. And and you guys as the division have always been very welcoming uh, to me. And I was like taking pictures with you guys because like you said, it was like a family and uh, I always felt very accepted by you guys because, uh, you know, from what I hear, like wrestling isn't always very welcoming. And and for me, my experience has been very welcoming and you guys have been a big part of that, man. So I appreciate you. It's so good to talk to you and to see how everyone has evolved and grown. But going back to reporter mode here, I got to ask you this, man. Are you scouting? Are you are you looking at some talent? Say like, Hey, she might be great for the division. He might be great for division. This is a good tag team for the division. Are, are we rebuilding? Or maybe, hey, I got to get a new powerhouse. Like, are you scouting? Are you keeping your eyes on? I feel like I already know the answer. Yeah, always am. I, uh, there's so many names. Like I said, there's so much potential in this business. But the thing is, is, like, I'm not out there looking for the guy that knows how to do a 450 off the top rope. I'm not looking for the guy that knows how to bench 500 pounds in the ring. I'm not looking for those guys who look like cookie cutter sheets, man. I'm looking for something special. I'm looking for something different, something that not everybody can produce. And that is uniqueness. Mimi, Travis, they all had uniqueness. Royal Money, uniqueness. Shaheem Ali, uniqueness. O'Shea Edwards, uniqueness. Like, I can keep going on the list of the people that I've worked alongside, but it's that that really brought my attention. And when it comes to people nowadays, it's it's frustrating, to be honest, Rob, because, like, I look at a lot of people and I see the same thing. It doesn't matter what match they're on. They're the first match or the fifth match or the 13th match, the main event. I see the same person. Right. I don't see anything different from the last guy. I see a guy who will trash a town and get the heat and and he'll do it again. Like there's not, there's like, I've seen that before. I've seen that for my entire time being a fan of professional wrestling. It was when like a guy like the Miz showed up and his, his gimmick was done before but he made his own out of it you have a guy like roman reigns who changed who he was and made himself something unique and like that's what i'm looking for on this scene on the indies is somebody who wants to be a standout that's the only and that's what really pushes change in the business is people that can stand out and bring attention to what we're trying to do as as the division it's we're trying to bring change to the industry we're trying to help this industry evolve and grow and become better and that's what i'm looking for and i see a lot of potential man uh if i'm looking at the factory right now the top three names that come to my mind. I'm getting names. All right. I wasn't sure if you're going to give me any names. I'll okay. give names. I'll give names at the factory right now. The top three names that come to mind that I have not worked with, but would love to. Marvelous. 100%. You got Bobby Buffet, the heavyweight champ. Me and yep. him are brothers, man. No matter what, we're always going to be brothers. And if I can, uh, I know he's doing his own thing, man, but Goldie, the yeah. dude, like, he is a star of his own. Now, mind you, all three members of the golden era, like those guys are formidable, 
But man, like you can see the love for this business in his eyes. You can see the love for this business in Bobby Buffet's eyes. You can see the love for this business in Marvelous's eyes. And like, don't get me wrong, there's other names out there. Like there's Daniel Alexander, there's Sean Venor and Brett Waters. There's LSG, for all we know, could be a thing. Gabby Ortiz, another name I'm dropping. And like these, these are names. And then there's guys coming out of world renowned. Brian Morris is one guy who I have shook the hand of every time I show up. Nick Petit shaking the hand of every time. Christian Rocco, Chris Desmond. Like these are guys that I have constantly seen grow and evolve from just the time they started during a pandemic to now. They have evolved. And it's exciting to witness. And like, that's just from the factory, Rob. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that come in and out of Titan that I have seen that I have really enjoyed. But uh, you might know somebody particular that I would like to work with because she has become family to me more than anybody else in this industry for a very long time. And if you want to name drop her, go right ahead, Rob, because I'm short. Nobody is closer than you to her in this industry. Uh, I I might know who you're talking about. We got a, we got a hit list back here. I'll leave it at that. Uh, It's a very vicious hit list. Uh, We'll leave it at that, man. I see it though, man. I see, you know, I I got some ideas going in my head right now. Uh, Some things to pitch for sure, but that's, uh, really cool, man. And and I appreciate you all joking aside. I appreciate you saying that, man, because you do have an eye for talent. Uh, I love the names that you listed. Marvelous, I almost feel, is an unofficial member of, of the division for sure, man. I think he's the next guy up, man. And that's so cool. And thank you for giving me names. I wasn't sure you were going to give me uh, any names, man. And a lot of great things coming out of the Monster Factory. But I do want to ask you guys this. I wanted to be there so badly, but what you guys did uh, at the 2300 arena was really special because um, I don't know Danny personally. I, I sh- shook his hand a couple times and just said like, Hey, you should be very proud of, of what you did. And uh, all these people, I, I don't have a personal relationship with him, but I know all y'all do. And the fact that he put something together for you guys or, or miss you, whoever the team was um, something, it felt so big. I wasn't there cause I had to work, but I watched as soon as I got home and it really had a special pay-per-view like big event titan tron lights rumble surprises um tributes like it was a cool night first of all everyone looked amazing a lot of wrestling fashion i got a lot of heat for for not nominating literally everybody at the monster factory but that's another i, know, I just want to put this out there rob here the it is of the fashion of the week gabby ortiz again for anybody that's seen the photo who has witnessed it she made it herself. Yes. And that's, that's a lot of effort put into something and it turned out phenomenal. So just wanted to make a shout out to that situation because let's be real, man. A lot of people get a lot of people customizing their own gear, but to be able to make your own debut it at the 2300 arena and then win fashion of the week. Come on. That's that right there. There's a lot of achievements in just one small package. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I, I always get a, get a lot of heat from like, oh, boy, here it comes. Uh, I'm just trying to put people over. But anyway, um, that was such a cool event, man. I remember watching that, man. And I saw your picture on, on like the ramp and all that stuff, man. Uh, what was that night like? What was that vibe like? I've still never been to the 2300 arena. That had to be special. It was. Uh, man, I can't even tell you the words. It. It didn't hit me until the show started. 
get into the venue, it felt like any other venue. It felt just like, you know, you got there, you took it in, you saw the ring and, but like, you know, everybody, like you, you, like, you know, all the wrestlers, you guys have talked to different venues, different buildings, different promotions. It's just like gathering together for our family at a, at a venue for some event. But when you felt the crowd, when you felt the locker room, when the show was about to begin, that's when it really hit me how much this business has grown for all those guys that performed that night. And it was exhilarating. Uh, I still remember we were getting everything together and I had surgery just a few days uh, going after the show. Wow. And Danny comes up to me and he was like, Hey, uh, do you want to be on the show? Um, awesome. I haven't been, I haven't been seen for, I think eight months at that time. And man, when I tell you, I was, I was like a kid, man. I was like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds great. I'm thinking about thinking of different ideas. And then I thought about, it, I was like, you know what? I have surgery in a couple of days. Let's not risk it. As much of this is an opportunity, as much as special this would be, I, I need to focus on my health. I need to come back right. There's other times the 2300 arena will pop up. But if I don't take care of myself, it wasn't going to be able to be something I could experience again. But my son got to witness it firsthand. He got to see it. I got to see all those guys who have busted their asses to get to that point do what they do best, and that is perform their hearts out. And they they laid everything out there, man. And when I tell you, it did not matter if I was there, out there in the ring, cutting a promo or being by the side of somebody or just sitting in the back. It was just being there with my family, with my son. That is what made it special for me. And the thing is, is like, I look at Danny Cage. I look at Missy Sampson as my mom and dad of professional wrestling. That's who they are to me. And don't get me wrong. Just like a child to their parents, I'll butt heads. And I won't always see the same views as they do, but I respect them and I respect what they do and what they're, what they're trying to do. And it's the reason why it's like, you know, when a kid knows the mom and dad are right, you're going to pout, you're going to be mad, you're going to be frustrated, but you're going to do what today, what they tell you to do. And at the end of the night, you're going to realize, oh, oh shit, they were right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, seeing how much they were just in it, seeing Danny come out during the three, two, one rumble, seeing Missy come yeah. out alongside Xander Alexander. And uh, <laughs> dude, it was just seeing them perform and being out there and doing what they do. It's nothing like it, man. And like I, I was told that night, my time will come when the time will come. And for the first time in four years, Rob, I can simply say that I nodded and said, I know. Wow. Yeah, I think something, so even the fact that we're talking here today, I think something's, uh, and knowing you, man, this isn't my first rodeo with you, man. I know you got some stuff up the sleeves. Let's be real, man. Um, and, and that's amazing, man. The 2300 show. Guys, check that out. That's on uh, YouTube right now, the Monster Factory. Uh, guys, if you want to get into, into training, you know, Monster Factory, so many great products uh, who have come out of there. Um, Damian Priest, uh, Riddle, 
uh, Seamus, uh, Mimi, uh, Sloan Jacobs, so many great products have come out of there and really succeeded and a lot of great products in there right now. And that includes you, Mr. King right now. And we always like to ask the fun hypotheticals here. So I was thinking about this one for you, man. Um, I don't know if you're keeping up with a lot of the current products uh, right now. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. But I really do think uh, even right now, you're so well spoken. Um I think you are one of the best, uh, if not the best managers uh, on the independent scene. And I'll tell you this, man, uh, just looking at a lot of the the managers on TV and things like that, um, I feel like you would fit right in. Is there anyone that you have your eye on that that isn't managed right now uh, that is on national TV every week that you're like, I feel like they could benefit from having Mr. King uh, as a manager? Is there someone that because let's be real. These things, ha- it's so cool to see people succeed, man. Stranger things have happened, man. Uh, you know, I always say we always have our independent friends on the wall over here. And every time they get signed, we put them over here, man. And it just, it keeps happening, man. It's so cool to see people succeed. It could happen, man. We could see you in NXT next year managing somebody, man. Like anyone you got your eyes on? Well, let's be real here, man. Uh, I know it's going back a little close to home, but I was, Sign me to WWE to NXT. I'll manage Sloan Jacobs just again, man. We'll bring this right back around. That's not uh, even fair, man. Oh. But but if I can't if I can't work with somebody who I have a history with, and I have to go, man, I'll have to say Braun Breaker. Oh, I like, dude. I feel like I, I'm not just saying this. Like, I legit. That's a great answer. I feel like he could use a really good man, and I mean no disrespect when I say that. I feel like that would be perfect. That is a really good answer. Uh, the man has everything that his family has always shown. He has charisma. He has the strength, the agility. He has the fortitude. He has he's he has a full package, man. Like he is a hundred percent what I would love to represent. And the amount of respect he has in the locker room because of the respect he delivers in the locker room just shows me what kind of human being he is. And, like, a lot of people don't realize it's, like, professional wrestling, it's a show, but it's also reality. And for me, it is just as real out in the ring as it is in the backstage. So if you are one of the best in the ring, you could do everything in that ring, but you're an asshole in the back, I want nothing to do with you, man. Yeah. I want nothing to do with you. But if you are somebody who is pretty good in the ring, has a little bit of talent, still trying to find their way, but you are a decent human being, man, I'll sign a four-year contract to manage your ass because I know who you are as a person. And a person shows the reality of who you are. Professional wrestling, as I'm always said, is not going anywhere, meaning four years from now, we can evolve your character, but you can't evolve a person. A yeah. person's a person. Like a person is always going to be stuck in their ways, especially at this point in the game. So, like, I know who I am, and that's and that's another funny thing, man. Like, a lot of people question me what got me into this business. Was it money? And, and tell everybody it was my kid. Because yeah, I remember it's is he he got me into this business, but like, there's always an ultimate goal for everybody. It's like, do you want to be famous? Do you want to make that get that big contract? And people always look at me in the funniest eye when I say. I don't give a damn about the money. I never have. Um, don't get me wrong. If yeah. NXT or AEW come around with that 60K saying, like, just put your little initials here, you're going to find my initials there. But, yeah. like, I'm not hunting for the coin, man. Like, I'm, 
I'm in this business because I love professional wrestling. I'm in this business because my son wanted to see me get involved. And I stayed in this business because I found a passion out of this business and a love of something that I never, in my entire life, man, I have never been out on injury for, for almost 10 months. And the only thing I could think about after two weeks on that 10 months was when I was coming back, how I was coming back, what changes I was going to make, what kind of image I'm looking for, like almost 10 months of planning. I never stopped. I showed up when I could show up. I listened and I talked and I gave advice and I did what I did for 10 months. And it was nice seeing the industry grow. But Rob, when I tell you, man, Benjamin King is my fucking problem now. Yeah. That's what I'm coming back for. Yeah. And dude, when people saw me, I was at 60%. Yeah. When people saw me before I left, what the fuck are they going to do when I'm at a hundred? Yeah. You see me and I, and I'm smiling over here because you, you said, you know, the 10 months and then two weeks in, and I'm like, I know this guy. I know there's literally like a notepad or something somewhere where you're jotting down ideas. I already know it's already all together. I know you, something's going to happen. You're going to come in and like all of a sudden be like a, a, powerhouse wrestler taking everyone out or it's going to be something like i don't expect you're going to be doing something you're going to be popping up somewhere where i don't expect you to pop up there's things that work no you're going to be rolling in with somebody that's what it is you're gonna be rolling in with somebody that we don't expect man very very interesting if i could make a suggestion please not a not a confirmed thing but i would like you to reach out to a man named jai cole j-a-i-k-o-l-e reach out to that man got it i can tell you right now he's making big waves himself and you never know, Rob. Just another name to think about. I think I know exactly who you're talking about right now because mm-hmm. uh, he's make, literally making waves right now. Um, and, and I appreciate that. Um, Mr. King, I know you you have a lot in the works. You have a lot of stuff brewing. I'm very excited to see how the, how some of these tricks up your sleeve play out. Um, I would personally love to love to see you uh, pop up at Titan, pop up uh, Invictus, all these great places here in the Northeast. Um, again, man, is that something again? I know there's whole, I don't know what goes on. There's, uh, it's above my pay grade. There's a lot of politics involved. There's personal relationships involved. Um, can you give us anything like where you would hope to pop up or where we might expect to see you? Can you give us anything? Any promoters that are listening right now, not a hard man to find. Send me a message. We'll talk business. If you have a guy you want to get over as a face or a heel, let me know. I'll make that work. If you have a a, 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 a way that you want to kind of put a story together, let me know. I'll make it work. That's what I do in this business is that I am given clay and I make statues. It's what I do. It's what I love to do. It is my passion. I put videos together. I put packages together. I edit everything. And when I work with an individual, I don't charge that individual because my goal is to make them the next big thing for your brand. So it doesn't matter if it's Monster Factory. It doesn't matter if it's Titan, Invictus, Beyond. It doesn't matter what company it is. If you're a promoter and you want somebody who's going to work for you and make your guys something big. Again, I'm not a hard man to reach out to. 
I have every social media platform. I'm sure at the end of this, I'm going to say all those different social media platforms. Yeah. So please finish <laughs> listening to this promo because I'm going to tell you at the end of it, I'm going to bring change to your industry because that's what Benjamin King does. As we have literally seen and we see on our TV screens uh, every every week, a lot of people that are very close to Mr. King and have, have worked under Mr. King and the fact that you put in the effort. I think you said the magic phrase right there. Free promo videos, guys, if you're listening, uh, I will repeat that one again. Get, you know, get to know this guy, get to work with this guy if you're worthy. First of all, if you're worthy enough, Mr. King, just a question I wanted to ask. You are so well spoken, man. Did you take any sort of uh, class on, on literature or public speaking? You are so well spoken. Uh, I want to give 100 percent credit to my mother who, uh, who taught me to respect, to be respectful to myself, respectful to the people I talk to. And it's one of those situations where anybody can mumble on but it's like you're taking time out of your day to interview me rob yeah dude no i'm, no, I'm just no, happy no, to see your me, face let bro let me explain it's you're taking time out of your day to interview me it's not it, it like you're giving me the time to get my story out to talk hell yeah so i'm going to give you the same respect rob by not trying to take over the show to just do my own thing no because it's 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 one of those things where no matter what you do in this business it's teamwork you got to be able to work with the person. It doesn't matter if you're a tag team. It doesn't matter if you're opponents. It doesn't matter if you're an interviewer and an interviewee. At the end of the day, you work together to make magic. So, like, that's something my mom always taught me. And uh, I'm also going to give a lot of credit to uh, Mrs. Sampson and Danny Cage. They taught me how to talk. When I first showed up in this industry, man, I still remember the very first promo that I cut in front of Danny okay. Cage. It was awful man. yeah <laughs> um and it wasn't and like danny even told me he's like what i said wasn't bad the problem is is that i try to fit five minutes worth of a promo into 30 seconds gotcha and uh it was there that from that day dude when i tell you i never cut a bad promo since i never allowed myself to cut a bad promo since now some people might have a difference of opinion but I always cut a decent, oh, that's, that's a lie. There was one other promo. I just don't talk about it. Um, it was with Ricky Reyes. Uh, it was for a factory Friday. It doesn't count. doesn't count. It was, okay. a, it was a whole other thing. <laughs> um, but like, it was one of those situations for me is that I take the lessons that I'm, I'm taught literally by my parents, both literally my mother or my wrestling mom and dad. Like I, at the end of the day, take what they teach me and, uh, Respect is just something that they taught. Doesn't matter which way you put it. They sh they teach respect. And uh, I appreciate that comment and that description of me, Rob. So thank you for that. Yeah, dude. No, it's awesome. I, I love talking to you and, and I appreciate the kind words on your end, man. It's always great. Like I, I said, you guys have always been great to me, man. And everyone uh, that you work with uh, really benefits from that, man. I truly believe that. And that's why I asked, like, who are you targeting right now? Because uh, you do a great job and I'm glad you're healthy. I'm glad we're going to be seeing you back uh, working real soon. I don't know where or what you got up your sleeve, but I'm very excited. Um, and I appreciate you taking the time. But before we get out of here, Mr. King, we are all about that shameless, shameless promo. You knew it was coming. Tell everyone where they can follow you. Maybe that contact info. Maybe you're watching this uh, interview and you want to book Mr. King. Maybe you're watching this interview uh, and you want to get some video editing done. Maybe you're watching this interview and you're like, I would like this guy to manage me. How can they contact you? 
You can find me on Facebook under Benjamin King. My face is on there. You'll know who I am. You can find me at Benjamin King MF. Uh, that is on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can be able to email me at BDK. That is Benjamin D K dot MFPW at gmail.com. And uh, I'm always open guys. Like I will respond. Uh, it might take me at most a day, but I will respond to any messages sent to me. Very, very interesting. And you see me looking around. I was going to pull off that. I got that eight by 10. I, I have stuff in the way right now, but you are hanging on the wall. I see right now. You're hanging on the wall over here at the BCB compound, man. I appreciate you, man. And I look forward to taking that picture and putting it over on this side of the wall one day, man. And just thank you for always taking the time and just continued success to you, bro. I appreciate you. And all the same wishes to you there, Rob. I'm, you know, I'm a loyalist to your podcast and I really want to see this thing become national at one point, man. I want people all over the U.S. and overseas to really uh, shine in. I mean, as we could see, me and you were connecting virtually. Who knows, man? Maybe New Japan might have a guy that one day drops in and wants to do that interview with you from Japan. You never know. Hey, man, I, I never say never, man. And I, I appreciate uh, the positive words, man. And, and thank you again for making the time. Appreciate it, bro. Thank you so much. 100%. Thank you, Rob. All right, guys. And thank you, Mr. King. Guys, like we always say here on the BCP, everyone stay safe, stay positive, take care of each other. We out. Peace. <laughs>